Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm literally at work. I said, I said to the guys, like, do you mind if I step away for an hour? The guys like, yeah, go on, man. Do your thing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's like five o'clock here, so I just woke up. And I'm like, okay. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh man, what time is it here? It's ten here. So. Oh, it's, wow. 10 here. it's ten here. All right, let me just do the intro and everything like that, and we will get things sorted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teddy Hogle podcast. It might sound a bit different. I am in the van at the moment, but people, this is the Teddy Hogle, po- Teddy Hogle podcast, so you get it how you get it. Um, the thoughts and the opinions of this podcast are for the people that really want to listen to it and no snowflaking, please. But today I am joined by a guest. Um, was it? Is it Jalia? Yes, Jalia. So it's Jalia says, How are you doing, Jalia? Good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Do you want to talk a little bit about your podcast? I met you through uh, a podcast community. I know we did try to do the podcast a couple of days ago um, and it didn't work through, but I, I can see now you've got like perfect, literally perfect um, reception. But how are you doing anyway? How's, how's the podcasting game going? So, um, yeah, my um, podcast is, um, Jalina says, basically, <clears throat> I'm on there. I talk about anything, current events, um, meditation, Yeah, you do, right? Yeah, it, I like it though. It is it, your podcast is very um, what can I say? I think when I first time I listened to it, it was very, I think it was very soothing when I listened to it for the first time. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. So it's just more so just uh, get people to relax and wine and talk about little things, you know. That I think they might want to hear. <laughs> no, I hear that. No, I hear that. No, no, no. It did cut out just now. I don't know if you said more. It did cut out and then I started talking. So I don't know if you want to repeat what you just said. Oh, no. That was mainly it. I, I just noticed, I guess, when my phone locks, I think that's when you can't hear me. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The app is really, yeah, the app is dodgy sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, that's why I think I have to turn my lock off of my phone so I know when I'm recording and that doesn't happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is the first time I, I did I did it all. No, because remember how I told you they got rid of the options, so they made it a little bit more difficult. But when I my phone locked, I never had this problem before. This is the first. Maybe it's when I'm when you're like joining, but maybe recording is different. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So how I like to start off my podcast is just with a few icebreaker questions, yeah, just to get you like warmed up from like type of like my style, and then we'll get into like the comment. Then we'll get into the normal questions, yeah. Okay. So I haven't got my notes with me now, but I do, from my pocket, I've done it a couple of times, so I should remember everything in my <laughs> icebreaker question that I do, yeah? So, um, what came first? The orange fruit or the colour? Hmm. I would say the fruit. Why would you say the fruit? Because there are, what's that, four primary colours, and I don't think orange was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> So you said, so what if I told you that uh, if an or- or orange is, is a hybrid fruit? A hybrid fruit, what's that mean? So you know when you mix, you know when you mix like two fruits together and it makes another one? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's how it was. That's what I've heard and I've researched it and it's literally a hybrid fruit. Oh wow, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. um, what came first? No, no, what am I lying for? Um, if Apple made a car, would it have windows? Hmm. Probably a lot. <laughs> Probably a lot because yeah. they already like to give us these screens to break all the time. No, here what I said. If Apple made a car, would it have windows? Oh, if an apple, a like fruit apple? No, if Apple, you know the Apple product? Yeah, no, yeah, I said, yeah, because they like to give us screens to break all the time, so why not give us windows to have the fix? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, okay, so we're going to get into the normal questions now, yeah? And then we will literally just go through. Okay. So, who should you be more loyal to? Your husband slash boyfriend, your best friend, all your family and they don't have to be in that order but who do you think you should be more loyal to 
Well, I would say husband because you take vows for a reason, right? They, they always become the first ones after you get married, or at least should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, family. And then you said friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. In that order. <laughs> what? So, is it... So, can I ask you, though, but you know what it is? It's weird that people say... Who did you say? Husband first, right? Yeah. But then don't you think it's find it weird that we say husband, but then we say husband and wife, but then the friends are always there for us for like your ride or die situations. It's true, yeah. It is, it is very weird, right? Yeah, and then we always pick, pick that husband or wife because that's what we're told that they're supposed to come first after marriage. So it's weird, yeah. It is weird, don't it? But then your friends are the ones that have been with you when you met the guy you're like they're like they're always the ones that are there for you when like when like like even if you have had the bad breakup or something like that like mm-hmm. the best friends are the ones that are always there for you you know it is true yep so with that saying with that with with 2022 um we can't really speak about our our nans and our basically our grandparents eras because we grew up in different eras they they got I would me personally I would say they got married for different reasons mm-hmm. and from our generation now in 2022 um, what is the roles of a man and a woman in a relationship now do you believe in 2022 do you believe it's changed or do you think it should be still be like traditional Hello? Hello, hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm not sure why my mic muted, but I feel like it's definitely a little different, but it all depends on the relationship. It can still be the same like back in the day. Mm. Um, I don't believe in like the women doing all the cleaning and cooking. I don't believe that. I grew, I grew up in a household where both of my parents would cook and clean. So I just think certain roles um, now is just like not as, you know, as important as it was back in the day when my wife had to do all the cooking and cleaning. So mm. it definitely changed. But I do feel like something should go back the way it, it like how the women didn't have, shouldn't have to work. I don't think we should have to work. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Why that? Whoa, whoa. Unless Why? we want to. <laughs> really? Because, yeah, if I had, like, a whole bunch of kids, like, I would want to stay home <laughs> instead of having to work. And nowadays, the moms, they ha- even if they have, like, four kids, sometimes they still have to go to work because it's just not enough to maintain with those, these prices right now. Mm-hmm. No, but I th- you know what? It's it's fifty feet. Okay, so I'm gonna throw a a spanner in the works. I'm gonna ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast before, but I'm gonna ask you something now. I mainly direct this at women because I want to see your take on it. So, um, you have a husband and or you have a partner, and um, the two of you have basically created um, this wealth between the two of you to the point where you no longer have to go to work. He's asked you, do you want to work? You said no. Mm-hmm. You basically have kids and you have a daughter. You have basically three daughters, whatever. And your daughter then says to you when she's 16, she sits you both down and she says to you, she doesn't want to go to college or uni. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a housewife. What do you say to her? Oh man, that's a tough one. Mm. Uh, I would say try to still probably because nowadays you can do all the school online and be like at least you know if you want to be a stay at home mom at least try to do that online so you have something to fall back on because you really can't force someone to do something that they don't want to do especially when they're an adult everyone has to learn for themselves Mm. But I would mm. still give that advice to have a backup plan in the meantime. If she's sitting at home, why can't she sit on the computer too? 
It's true. You know what? You know why I say that is. It's because I've heard. I saw a picture the other day, and then the little girl told her parent that she didn't want to be. She didn't want to go to school because she wanted to be like mommy. She wanted to be a housewife. Yeah, and I know a, a girl like that. I, I work with actually, and she only works because you know it's the 21st century but in our reality she'd rather not work she'd rather be a stay-at-home mom and she just had her second daughter and and she's been gone since like august she's out till december for her maternity leave and i'm pretty sure she's loving it and doesn't want to come back (laughs) so but do you think do you think the world has changed for women so that there's more pressure on you on why you can't stay home apart from the work side do you think it's like more like more of a a mental thing now where it's like you have to go to work because if you don't it's it's kind of shunned upon because there's so much women saying oh no you need to go to work because no it's not really shunned upon i just think that we worked so hard to fight for our rights that now it's like if you're gonna just throw in the towel what was the whole point of fighting for our rights (laughs) I know, but I don't think you're really throwing in the towel. I think it's more like, I think it's your, I think it's how you are as a person because certain people, they can say they want to stay at home and then have a good argument. I think it depends who you're talking to. If you're talking to like a feminist and they're very more into this whole, no, women have to work because, oh, men used to beat us when we're at home and men are keeping us down. And then that's a good argument. But then if there's a woman that is, very well versed in what she said and she has the like a good opinion about why she should stay home mm-hmm. i still think that like what you said like you said i know you would rather stay home but then there's another woman that will look at you and say oh why are you staying home like you should be out with the rest of us working you know right. what i mean so i have a question so out there do you guys believe in like even if you're not of status or have all this money uh, still believe in nannies and maids because out here I I heard like you know basically in the United States we don't that's looked up down upon like if you have help but in, in like third world countries it's normal for them to have nannies and maids and pay them like $200 a month and like that's the norm for them because for extra help you know okay I'll be honest with you I live in London so London you live in America right yeah London, America, we're cousins. We do everything off each other. So if if it was, okay, I'll say if it was the Caribbean and it was um, the east of the world, I would say, uh, this is from my point of view, India and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they, they more have, I think those jobs are not shunned upon because they're actual working jobs. It's not, the, the, they haven't been westernized in a sense where you have to, there's certain things like, they have to do because their parents have to work to to like maintain their lifestyle. They don't really have a um, a government where they have benefits where they can be like, oh, if you don't go to work, you can sit at home and basically get benefits. Mm-hmm. It's in England you can you can kind of do that, but nannies nannies and maids and stuff over in where I live, like especially like a nursery, they earn a lot of money. It's literally eight hundred pound per child. So basically, yeah. say that would be, say it would be yeah, eight hundred dollars. I don't know how much that is in your country, but it'll be eight hundred dollars per child. So, and and in some classes, I think I believe they can have up to like sixteen children in one class. Now, if you add that up, mm-hmm. that's one class, and sometimes there's nine classes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how much eighteen pounds, eight hundred pounds would be. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be quite a lot of money, and for you as well. I think it's. I don't think it's. So how much was? How much is like one month's worth of a nursery in in your country? Uh, for payment, man, I don't even know. It's a, it's expensive though. I think without um any help like assistance, it's about mm. it could be two hundred and up depending on where you go weekly. Mm-hmm. But that's it. But does it matter about where you live as well? Does it matter about the suburbs and stuff like that? Because yeah, in the suburbs, does. because in the suburbs, those most of our okay, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Most of the movies that we get out of, like the most of the movies that we see from like England and around the world, portrays America to have like, especially like all the suburb families, they have nannies and maids and people looking after them, and we don't see it as nothing. We just see it as normal. But if you're saying to me that it's really shunned upon, and that is very, 
that's not that's not portrayed more, on TV at more all. More of like, more of like, as in shunned upon, as in like, if you're like a normal person like me, going to work and you have someone taking care of your kid and you're only paying them the bare minimum, they're gonna look at you like, why are you paying this person the bare minimum? They literally clean your house, watch your kids. Like, if you're at least if you're gonna have someone help you, you should at least pay them more. Cause, but that's over everywhere else. It's normal for them to get paid that amount of money. I think that's where you live. I think that's, I think that's a bystander of where you are, of where you live. Because if you yeah. live, if you lived, let's say, in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the normal. I think it's having people look after your kids is probably I think people will be like oh my god you look after your kid like oh like you don't have any spare time because they want people to go to yoga classes and spin classes and swimming lessons and the country club and all that stuff and they want their nannies to look after their kids I just think it's just people like us that don't have that type of money um, it's shunned upon us because we'll rather look after our kids than pay somebody else to you know than to look after our kids ourselves you know? Yeah, because I'm out in um, Connecticut and it's pretty expensive, but... <laughs> Where is Connecticut? Where is that in America? So that is next to New York. I've been to New York. New York is, was cold when I went there. Yeah. It's about an hour, depending on where you're going, an hour, 30 minutes away. Oh, wow. Connecticut. Wow. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's, that's thousands of miles away from me, so... <laughs> Thousands, thousands of miles. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question now, another question as well, because you live in America. When the Will Smith slap happened, how did you feel? What did you think of that situation? Um, I was like in between because it's like he was just slowly over everything, people just writing certain things about him online prior to that. So it was just like when a person's tired, they're tired. And but I think for them trying to cancel him, I don't think that that was something that was like, like really like, what are you doing? Like he's Will Smith. Oh, like they never smacked someone before. It just so happened that it was on TV. <laughs> so I don't think it was a big deal. And then it's like Chris knew, like you know, you don't talk about people you know, that have alopecia and things like that. You just don't do certain things. Should he have pulled him aside maybe to talk about it? Yeah. And said, I didn't like the way things happen. But when you're in a sp- the spar in the moment and like you're already going through the mix and emotions because people have been toying with you for months online and everything, you know, that gets you after a while. He had to probably prove like he's not a punk and people need to stop talking about him because of her, you know, and it, it, his wife did play a big part in all like people talking about him. But mm-hmm. what can you do? So I don't know. I feel like it was kind of like, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. should have probably to handle it a different way, but it is what it is. And that's like, people get slapped every day. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, you know, I, I, I feel for him because he, I know it sounds really mad, but he's one of our only kind of black actors that have, have been in the spotlight that hasn't done anything wrong since yeah. he started his career. So I feel like I believe in I, I believe in media that everything happens on purpose. There's nothing that mm-hmm. does not happen in media that they know what happens because it, I found it very weird that he could just walk up on stage and just do right. that. No, there, like there was no security. Even when staged, yeah. yeah. But but not staged by him, staged by the academy. So they knew right. Will would have reacted like that. They knew the joke. They knew it would get under his skin and then they knew it would push his buttons to the point where they were like, you know what? This is going to send him over the top. Because yeah. it was only a couple of years ago where they, um, when they blacklisted, not blacklisted, when um, Jada Pickett and Will Smith said to boycott the Oscars. And now this year they put them front row. So I didn't kind of, I didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. even with the um, the Dave Chappelle incident where, I don't know if you know, you know when he got rushed on stage? Yeah, with the guy, yeah. With the guy. So apparently that guy was homeless and he was sitting in the front row. How did a homeless guy get in there and rush the front stage and and, and, and literally yeah. have a seat? That's so true, it didn't yeah. Make, yeah, so it didn't, it didn't really make any sense. But that, I think that, I think that whole situation, I just hope that, because you were in America, I wanted to ask you, like, what was the effects 
on your side? Like, what, like, how uh, was the media? I think people were, I feel like more of the Hollywood people were more trying to, like, just follow suit with the Academy. But if you lived in the hood or anything like that, people were like, oh, well, he, they, he, he deserved to get smacked. So it was just two sides to it. But he just got more looked down upon from all these rich and famous people because they just felt like you shouldn't act like that because they can take away whatever they want from you right then and there. So I think it all depends on your status, how you feel about it. Cause, but it's like it's not affecting you. So why should it matter if he smacks someone or not? <laughs> He's not paying my bills. It's it's true. It's true. Well, you know, I just hope he gets the help that he needs, and he hopefully that they stop monetizing their family because it's if you monetize your family, expect the comments, and you can't expect the bad comments. You can't expect the good comments only. You have to expect the bad comments. And it's more like a thing of like, you shouldn't be angry at Chris. I know he said what he said about your wife, but it's more of the reason why he's really angry is because of August and your wife. Your wife laid the red carpet for everyone to talk about you. Will's been a good, mm-hmm. outstanding citizen for the longest time, since Fresh Prince, even if he had stepped out on his marriage or, him and his wife have had this understanding where they're allowed to sleep with other people and it basically it's been allowed and for her to come on the red table talk and talk about August like it was nothing that's what I didn't understand and he was sitting there nodding his head like a good little boy I was like this isn't the Will Smith that I remember about. this is the Fresh Prince like why is he sitting here yeah. nodding his head and his wife is basically telling him about an affair do you know what yes, I mean? She like, definitely put him on edge. And that's why I said, you know, everybody has their breaking points. You can continue to keep on bothering, poking someone, and that, and you can't expect them not to blow up eventually because that gets to a person, especially when they're like, I'm tired. Okay, I'm done. I'm not going to, people are not going to be looking at me like I'm some type of punk or a simp, what they call it nowadays. So mm. everyone ha- it has their, their point, and that was it for him. He was tired of looking a certain way because she was making him look stupid. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. So with that, okay. So with that saying, with that saying said, um, do you believe that relationship status is important? Then, so when I say relationship status, I mean in a sense where posting your posting your partner on social media, having them like up on all your socials and having up having up all in your face. Do you believe that is important now? For some people, probably um, not me. I think it all depends on what type of person you are mm-hmm. and who you are in a relationship with. Um, I feel I don't feel the need to be posting my boyfriend or or anything like that all the time or have him on my social media because I don't want people in my business. So I think it all just depends on like how, how much you enjoy your privacy. And some people do need that validation sad to say, like, oh, I need you to post me so everyone knows that you're in a relationship. And that just comes off a little bit of insecure. So I that's why I don't like that type of stuff because it's just like at this point it's giving insecure. But everyone's different in their relationship. So I think some people it is still important, but not for me. Yeah. No, that no, that's a good answer. I like that answer because you don't really get to hear a lot of people's point of view because I have this where where we live there's a place called the Shard like it's a really tall building in in London now and like people just go there to take pictures to put on Instagram and they they I don't know how it is where you are but people go to certain places to say they've been there for relationship status and like have people there and then you you realize that that this whole social media thing is it's just a game like some people can't even afford it some people are going to these places just to stand there and take pictures like they don't even eat they don't even buy nothing because the price where the price is very high and i think to myself yeah no i don't think we're doing that (laughs) i think (laughs) if we're gonna go on vacation we we need to eat (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah no i don't think america maybe if maybe if they're young because i can't say yeah there is some you know people that are really young in their early 20s that'll probably do something like that but when you get to a certain age out here we're not going to italy and we don't have any money to go take a picture in front of something like no no like we like to eat so <laughs> I don't know. What's the nice that. food? What's the nicest food in Connecticut? Like, what's your signature dishes? I really don't know what their signature dishes are, to be honest. Um, I know we have like a lot of wineries. Um, really? 
what like yeah. what, what like what, what like Pinot Grigio and like what Malbec and stuff like that or is it like yeah like a whole bunch of different stuff yeah it's a lot of different stuff I actually went the, on Friday oh day. wow this past Friday yeah but and I think our more of our bigger thing too that we're known for is like our farms and stuff like that and we have a lot of farm life um where people go on during like fall time and do apple picking pumpkin picking and stuff like that so it's not it depends on where you're at it could be country and then we have our city cities you know mm, 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 mm. okay 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 that's good that's good so to get more on the uh, to get more on the light side now because those those questions are the ones i always ask in the beginning because i want to see how people are thinking mm-hmm. but i'll ask you a question um if you're about you're about nine ten, and you can go back for a time machine and say three things to yourself, what would they be? Hmm. Uh, what would they be? Uh, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah. What three? What three things would you say to? So you you as a big person now, what would you say to your younger self for like advice? What would you say um, to your younger self? I would say not to try to rush out the house right away and try to experience college life on campus. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what the, I don't know. The second thing is push more to be like, cause I really like music and stuff like that. So right now I haven't been really focusing on that. I would say I would probably tell myself to like get more into the whole music thing and start it earlier opposed to like putting it on hold because now I'm like not doing it at all. Mm. And then the third thing, um, it would would be to be more social because I waited a long time to be like really open and talking to people because I just really didn't like to talk a lot or be the one to be in the spotlight. And I think I would probably tell myself to push myself to be a little bit more sociable when I was a little bit younger. Yeah, I realized that about your last podcast when you were, when you were talking about the when you were around your friends and you were talking to the girl and the girl was talking about your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I remember that when I was listening to that. I was like, oh, I was thinking. I realized that many people that do podcasts were not very sociable, but we have the mm-hmm. most to say. Yeah. Do you realize that? Yeah. yeah. You have the real. Yeah. So what are your so what are your regrets? Then? Do you have any regrets that you just, wish that you just, could? Uh, Probably not doing the whole campus college life thing. That's about really? it. Mm-hmm. I wish I was I had a dorm and a little uh, what's that roommate and all that stuff. <laughs> that's weird because I thought that's weird because you would think that everyone in America would do that. No, we were so when we we're like depending on where you're at, we're so worried about making money that we push our um, studies to the side and then we're like oh whatever we don't need it and especially now with this new era like they believe that they don't even have to go to school anymore so i think we're just so focused on making money that we don't worry about our college life depending on how you were raised you know and so if you're like in a household where you're push 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 to go to college and your parents are paying for everything yeah you're gonna go to college but if you don't have parents that never pay for you that's not gonna pay for your college and stuff like that or there you know you worked in a single you lived in a single parent home like you're just once you get out of high school you're just worried about making money like we're not really worried about anything else but money <laughs> wow no it, i'll be honest with you like i said to you we live in a twin country we are exactly the same uh, our countries mm-hmm. piggyback off each other so we're the same as well um i grew up in a single mom household so i know exactly what it's like it's I was out of the house when I was like 16. I already mm-hmm. had my own flat. And I I was like you, we, we normally go to it's school, then college and then uni. And I literally skipped uni, went yeah. to college for like a couple of years. And then I basically was just like money and money and just like, just, I was just on the road for no reason at all. And it, it, didn't, it doesn't serve no purpose. It doesn't. But I just wanted the money at the time and now when I think back at it if I had stayed I remember my my, my teacher saying to me like you're good at this art and design all of you like he, he sat down with all of us and we're like predominantly black kids and he was just like 
mm-hmm. stay in school. You don't need to chase money and stuff like that. And then when the hardship, will, like we were telling him, like you, like you don't understand the frustration, and like we're like we're not from homes. Like we have brothers and sisters younger than us, and we have to take care of them. And mm-hmm. he was just like, no, your parents should look after them. It's, it's you, you, you got your whole life to live. It's only now, now when you get older, and we have our own kids we kind of realized what he was saying because now we're stuck in this loop, you know? Yep. So that's the one thing I wish that I would to um, college almost on campus and everything. That's the one thing I would redo over. And that's like the one thing I probably regret because I really don't regret anything else because I'm happy that I've done a lot of things on my own because I was literally the same way. I was um, like 17, 18 when I end up, well, 16 when I end up leaving, but 17, 18 when I actually started having like my own room and stuff like that. And I wish that I just stood home longer instead of trying to just get out the house because I could have like been on campus and stuff like that. And, you know, so that's the other thing. But I like, I learned a lot from doing that too. I learned a lot of a lot of things like that of women too on top of what, especially with cars too, that I probably wouldn't have learned if I just stayed sheltered, you know? Yeah, I know, but wouldn't it have been, wouldn't you kind of been bad if you were kind of short just for a little while longer? In a way, like, yeah, because I would have yeah. been able to finish school and, and not be working towards it now. Mm-hmm. I would have been done. <laughs> so do you think, so do you, do you think that you've grown up too fast? Nah, yes and no. Mm. Yeah, yes and no, because I always was told growing up to, you know, be older than what I was because that's just how my parents were raising me to just know like life gets hard so you need to be ready so it was like I know but that's sad in a sense though isn't it isn't that sad in a sense that we have to live like that yeah it is but they weren't wrong and you know I'm happy that I was raised that way because now it's like you know I look at females that are I can only you know say from females because I'm not a guy and I'm looking and I'm like man like I'm pretty sure that they wasn't raised that way that's why they feel the need to get their body done they feel the need to do this and that because they weren't just they weren't told like you're fine the way you are and, and just and just other things too you know their way of thinking like how I said like this younger generation they're like oh I don't have to go to school to make money but they're just they're staying at home and their parents house driving them crazy like pick up a job at least to invest in what you want to do if that's if that's something that you're passionate about if you don't want to go to college so it's like it's like a it's a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to with that with this younger generation you know yeah, I see. Cause I, you know what it is? It's, I call it the, U, the the YouTube generation. They believe that everyone can become gamers. Everyone can become uh, this social media aspect of like what they're doing in life, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that they need a backup plan. Like, don't right. get me wrong. The YouTube the YouTube thing does work for some of them. It does. But, but you need to. But they don't realize because okay, me and you do podcasts. How hard is podcast? And how much time and effort do you put behind a podcast? And then sometimes you look at your your you look at your anchor and you like, mm-hmm. and then you only see like fourteen people have listened to it. Yeah. And you're like, that's one of my best episodes. Like, right. You know. That happens, so yeah, it, that definitely does happen. You're like, I like this episode was so good. Why do I only have this amount of listens? And you're putting yourself time into. Put, posting it on Instagram, telling people about it, or investing money into things, depending. I haven't gotten there yet, so like, oh, let me just pay someone to help me promote it. Or, you know, so it all depends, and it is hard. It is difficult. That's why you have to have some type of other income coming in to provide for your hobbies, your your whatever you want to call it, you know? Mm. No, I, I, I feel you, because I... I, I... <laughs> I've been doing this podcast game for a while now and it's 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 kind of an up and down situation. So mm-hmm. that's why I, I, I do this. Um, this is season one part. This is season three, part one of this. Mm-hmm. I've got season two coming out um, eventually. And I'm, I'm hoping that with the podcast community that we've joined and mm-hmm. hopefully with all the chatter and all the stuff, we can all kind of like get together and build that network like you said i'm not i'm not thinking that it's promising or whatever because you know people talk and whatever but i I know this podcast game is a lonely game but i do hope that something does come out of this and it's going to be a lot of hard work like you said the promotion and stuff like that but i don't know um 
have you ever done any like recordings like like video recordings or anything of the podcast yet or have you just done audio I've only done audio. I'm working on video now. I'm not in a rush to do video because I feel like I want to get the editing and all that other stuff down first before mm-hmm. I go jump into video because mm-hmm. it's a lot more work when you have to do video. I hear my friends doing YouTube and she's going crazy when she has to edit this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to pull my hair out right now. So <laughs> I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, that's how I am as well. I'm, I don't know what people are saying to me. Oh, we need to... I think since because I, I because I've been telling people about it, uh, people are like to me, oh, we need to all sit down and and uh, like sit down and like all like smoke and drink and let's have fun and do the and uh, do a podcast and we can record it. But I'm like, who's buying all the drink? <laughs> like, who's <laughs> like who's renting the space? Like, who's right. who's buying all these cigarettes and all this stuff? And they're like, oh, no, we can we can all chip in. I'm like, I know it's fine. You say that, but when it when push comes to shove. I know this podcast game and I don't know how it is for you. Even sometimes like look how it was to look out look how it was to try and even to get me and you as a like to try and get you as a guest. Like that was hard. Like even if you think it was yeah. hard work, like me and you trying to find time and to find time. Yeah. And I've seen yeah. that happen before because I was supposed to do an episode with three other people and we're all over the place. One lives in Jersey, the other one's in Rhode Island, the other one she's all the way in California. And she was the problem because her time difference was off. And it was just like, okay, we we're like, yeah, we're, we're gonna set it for this date, this date, and falling through. Still haven't done the episode yet. So I ended up just recording with one of the guys. I don't know if you heard that episode. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. So he's one that's from Rhode Island. But it's just like it is hard to get everyone on one track when like yeah, it's it's difficult. It is. So how are you liking the podcasting game? Is it good for you? Is it good or is it is it is it how how are you finding it? So it's good for me. I can say I don't look at the numbers and because it's just like I know I always remember people saying podcasting is a a long lifetime you know streaming kind of income so I feel like I just take it as it goes because I know like eventually it's going to pick up and it has been picking up especially with this group I can say too if they are a big help with a lot and it's just like as long as you're patient and you keep on working on your craft I feel like you know it'll it'll eventually will get there and like I said I see it too so you know I, I get my listens I have my support people like that from home that are supportive so it's 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 not bad no that's that's good um do you join up to good pods and all that stuff that the guy set up yeah I just did yesterday because I was like I never even heard about it I'm like but I see like everybody's on to it so I was like let me just try it out so I actually set one up yesterday and made one pretty good yeah I will add you sense. yeah I, I, I will add you on that definitely I didn't know if you I did it on because I don't know because I'm not I'm, I'm vocal in the group but I'm not vocal I don't want to overstep but I see a lot of right. people talking so maybe I need to be more in the chat to, to do it because I do repost your like if you do tweet tweet if you do like tweet at your podcast I do retweet it and I do see people message me and they say to me oh like I remember some some person was like to me oh like you should have her on like her podcasts are really good so when I reached out to you I said to you oh do you want to be and you said yes straight away I was like oh wow look at that I thought that's something like that was so easy for me to do because normally I don't ask people normally yeah. people come to me and ask me but I think I need to really? in the group. I'm yeah. the opposite. I usually have to ask people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I have some been... people that go, oh, yeah, you should do an episode or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll let you know. But they never be like, put me on right now. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. That is weird. Yeah, that is that is weird. I, I'm, I've got, I, I had another person to do on the Sunday, but I had to cancel it yesterday. But I've got like, I think I've got like nine saved in the bank that I still need to release. Yeah, from like, that's good. From like, yeah, from like this season, like this season alone. And I've already, I've written down the questions for season two. So I might call you back. No, I will call you back for season two as well, because there's a part two to this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will definitely call you back for that because that is like season two is like more deeper. It's more in depth. It's more about culture and all that stuff and society. Okay. And I just want to like dig into people's like, into, not, not into their lives, but to see how like people think yeah, about that. Yeah. How, how they think how about the world. Everything's you know? different. Yeah. Yeah. How is everything's different? Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have you on one of the episodes too. I just got to figure out what we're going to talk about. Oh, <laughs> and that, I think that's, that's fine. like the hardest thing too is figuring out when you ask someone 
to come on the show is what is there to, how what is, what can we talk about literally i don't write anything down i just go with the flow and i just go <laughs> oh really you don't write anything down my, my wife bought me a, um she bought me a podcast book really so i have like yeah so i have all my questions written down and then i have um my questions written down in my notes, so that's why I could ask you the questions just now. Mm-hmm. And then I've I need also to be got them more organized like that. Yeah, you know what it is though, because I want I want this podcast thing to become like a professional thing. I want it to become like I want to be able to do things like what I'm. So when I'm talking to you, it's like it's proper. It's not. It's not literally. It's not literally just. I want to be the Joe Rogan of London. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I want to be the Joe Rogan of London. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see exactly what I can do and I, what I can talk about, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's better to be prepared. I try. I do try, but it's hard for me because I don't like things to feel like forced. So that's why I do it the way that I do it. But I, I'll write down little tidbits here and there, but not fully, completely writing out questions or anything. I just go with the flow. And if I know them, you know, then I'm like, okay, maybe this I can definitely like ask them about that as like we go along stuff like that so and it kind of works out it, it works its own self out to where it makes sense <laughs> eventually yeah. Uh, yeah i had to because i did i did um i started off with like celebrity news i was just talking to my friends about that and then i started mm-hmm. to talk about uh, what is it called sorry with the noise in the background these guys are in the van what's it called um I started with celebrity news and I started to do anime because I love anime. And then I started okay. to do like stuff like this. And then now with, with this, I'm finding my niche. I'm finding it more, more accessible for me to ask people questions. So I've just found my rhythm. But once you find a rhythm in it, you, it, it, I think it becomes a beautiful thing. Like you find that you, like you have a passion for it mm-hmm. and you just keep doing it regardless of like, how it sounds or people are asking me oh when are we doing season two and when am i gonna jump on with you and i'm like wow people are now coming to me asking me can they come on you know yeah that yeah that's weird. a good thing it does come after a while for you to know how to how you want to flow things so yeah i get it it definitely does because of me in the beginning it was terrible i don't know if you ever heard any of my other like first first episodes like it was just like, I was just like, I'm just going to talk because if I don't start this, when will I ever start this podcast? So literally my first episodes are just like, and after a while, I'm like, okay, you can see the, the progress as I go on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Okay, okay. Um, so let me, let me ask you the last two questions then. So I know this one is um, very blunt, but I'm going to ask you, just answer it in the best way you can, but just don't be that okay. rude about it. Okay, <laughs> what has been your most racist experience? Hmm. Oh, so recently, it may not be a big thing, but to me, I noticed certain things. Um, so I went to go to Michael's because, you know, I'm trying to start making candles and stuff like that. And I went up there, let this lady skip me. I'm like, oh, no, go ahead. Because she was like at an angle where it was like, who went first, right? So I was like, whatever, just go. So the guy goes up to her, goes to her, oh, you have a number that you want to use? Um or whatever obviously she's caucasian and um i'm african-american and puerto rican so she goes ahead of me he asks her for her number so when i go to go you know ring up he doesn't ask me any of that he just oh your total is i said don't i have to put a number in like it may not be racist maybe it most people won't see that as being racist but i feel like it was a little bit racist because maybe if i was her he would ask me if i wanted to put a number in to save money today but he didn't ask me so i kind of felt some type of way about that oh wow yeah yeah you got different races i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that would kind of threw me off a little bit yeah so I was, wow. I was like, you know, maybe that was me overthinking it, but I can kind of say like, no, because we were definitely, we were definitely two different people. And it's like, if you're going to ask her for her number to save some money, why couldn't you have asked me as well? Yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's becoming subliminal now, isn't it? It's becoming, I think racism is becoming polite. It's becoming... Oh, I didn't see you, and oh, yeah, I'm not offering it's you coming, the same it's service in a different way now. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's really yeah yeah yeah. I, in England, we do that a lot as well. We, do. 
it's more of a oh the reason oh oh it's not because you're black it's just because you weren't qualified <laughs> and it's right. it's like and now they're using that oh if you're not vaccinated we can't hire you no it's not it's not because i'm not vaccinated because if it was anybody else you hire them and then you give them three months you have about a certain or a month or so to just to get all that done so they're they are using that too to um, discriminate against people as well when it's not even man mandatory anymore so why are you doing it at this point you're using it because you're taking it um you're using your card you know oh wow what so you have to be vaccinated to work uh, most places out here still they're still asking for it but i feel like the places that are asking for it it's because they're like low-key discriminating and then they'll use that to be like oh no um we can't hire you you know what's well, so can i ask you what are you vaccinated no i'm not oh i can't be well neither am i I'm, not, I'm sorry i couldn't I, I i know me and i get sick when i get sick i get sick very badly i know if i take that it will mess me up for life. I know yeah. it, my nose will be running. I'll probably have headaches all the time. And, and I know like, the thing hmm? too that hmm? made me not want to get it is because my mom went to go get it, went into anaphylactic shock. Um, then my brother had to get it. He ended up having to get emergency heart surgery because he had a heart spasm. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think this is something I'm gonna get. <laughs> I said, my blood. So, so you had heart, so he had, he had heart <laughs> surgery in America. Yeah. How much did that cost? I have no idea. That that must have cost a lot of money in America. Probably. Heart but, surgery. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So just from off of that, just with my brother and my mom that happening to them, like something was just not sitting right in my blood for that. So I don't think I'm gonna get that anytime soon. Maybe I'll think about it if they ask for it when I'm done with school. If they ask for it, maybe I'll think about it, but I don't know. Because oh, if, if you're in a hospital, they they want it. Later, medical in general, they want it. So I'm so lucky that I don't have to get taken. And I'm a dental assistant, mind you, at right now. So I do dental assisting, and they they don't even my my company does not ask for it. Surprisingly. Yeah, that's weird because you're standing over people with people's mouth open. Yeah. Yeah, that is very weird. No, I I I, I I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've got a kid, and I love my kids, and I can't. I don't want them to have to be like hearing that their dad has something's happened to their dad because of this vaccination because there's no severance pay there's no payout for if anything happens to me it's 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 a pandemic they there there's no reasoning they don't have to oh. give my wife yeah like so the pandemic is still going on there no, no, no. It's it's not going on, okay. but they will still they will still ask people to get vaccination. They will still ask, but I no, I would never, I would never do it because, okay, like yeah. I said, we live in London, so London and America, we pick it back up. So anything you have, we have, but we right. kind of follow the same guidelines. But we no, COVID is is here. I heard one guy last week caught it, but apart from that, I mean, we haven't really heard any cases. It's more. You know, the Queen died for us, so that's kind of taken over what's going on. Yeah. And we had the war in Ukraine with um, with Russia, mm-hmm. and that's that. Once that happened, everything went away. Yeah, the, everything just stops. Yeah. Now they it. declared that the president out here declared that the pandemic is over. Like probably like sometime last week, um, he declared that it's we're done with the pandemic. So it's about to get a little crazy over here. Well, now you've got yeah, but now we've got the recession, right? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you see, so it does. So it never stops. And so now we've got we had a pandemic for two years, and now we've got a recession. It's just like yeah, because you know, I went to the grocery store. And you know the family pack of chicken wings that we normally would get before all this happened. It was probably what nine to fifteen, nine to fifteen bucks the most, right? Mm-hmm. Now they want twenty dollars for a pack of chicken wings. Twenty dollars. Twenty, yeah. That's the like is, the food. Then like I went 10. to Burger King yesterday, right? Mind mm. you, the whoppers usually like five to six dollars. One Whopper alone was seven dollars. I was like, "What is going on here?" You know, I, I'll be honest with you though. I think uh, have you ever been to the Caribbean? No, not yet. Oh, you 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 think the prices in America bad? You want to see the prices in the Caribbean, like for like a like a bucket meal? It's like a hundred dollars over there. 
But do you see that's what I hear from America? We go when we but people that I know that went out there, they love it. They they don't care about spending that hundred dollars because sometimes what they do out here is they'll get an Airbnb, hide with a maid that's there, they clean your clothes, they cook for you every single like more breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So they don't mind spending the extra money out here, I guess. It all depends, like, to do that because they get, like, unlimited food. I don't know how they do it, but you got to know people. Wow. No, we don't... It's just I'm saying, man. It's, it's, it's different. I, I was in Jamaica, like, a couple of months ago because I, I went to bury my dad. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the, I went to KFC and it was, like, $70 for a, a, a Zinger Tower meal. And I was like... Yeah, that's crazy. For what? And it was, like a biscuit chips drink and I was like but then if I went to when I went to Florida and I had the same meal because I was around Disney it was like oh your drinks are bottomless so any so all I had to do was keep the cup and then anywhere around Florida I could just fill it up yeah and then but then I go to Jamaica now and it's just like oh no it's just one drink and I'm like that makes no sense <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I mean so it's just like it's just weird it's just very weird it's just very weird it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, last but not least, this is the question for you. Um, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I know it's all the M's were mm-hmm. like free thinking people. Right. Uh, if you had a chance to bring the world together and you had the grand stage, what would you do to bring people together? It could be anything. What would you do? They they all took their stand. Michael did music. Michael, um, Malcolm X and Michael B, um, Michael B. Jordan. And um, what's it called? Martin Luther King. They had the stage. One had religion. One had um, freedom for the mm-hmm. slaves and stuff like that. How would you, what would you, how would you project yourself to try and help people? It could be anything. I think it would be food, to be honest. I would incorporate food because who doesn't like food? Who, what culture doesn't like to show off their traditional meal and stuff like mm-hmm. that? So I think I would kind of like want to use food in a way. <laughs> oh wow! So what would you cook? So what would so what would you cook for a Caucasian person to try and make them to come over to try your food? What would you do? Uh, they would they would have to try the well. Since I told you I'm, I'm black and Puerto Rican, so it is. I don't know. I, I think I would the, the Spanish side. I'm like you have to try these pasteles. And then on the from my black side, I would be like, maybe you should try this collard greens. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, I've never had collard greens before. I've never had it. Yeah, it, everyone cooks them differently, but it doesn't matter how you cook it as long as it has some flavor. Because it needs some flavor. <laughs> wow! 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 Okay. Well, you know, imagine that. That's it. You know? Can you imagine? That's the podcast. <laughs> I know that was great. Yeah, you see how quick it went? It went really quick, right? Yeah, it really did. Six o'clock now. <laughs> Six o'clock, you know? <laughs> uh, no, I will say to you, though, but I will say it's, it's, it's your podcast is Jolly and Says, right? It's on every platform. Yes, yeah, so it's J-Y-L-I-A Says, and mainly on every platform for the most part. Um, and I'm still looking for other ones that I could possibly sign up for. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. No, but I will say to you, though, thank you for thank you for coming on definitely man i will definitely invite you back for um for, for for season three part two but don't be a stranger man just hit me up on twitter you know what i mean if you ever want me to come on your podcast and i will definitely come on we just have to schedule a time and try to find out what time works for both of us you know yeah i definitely will be letting you know soon yeah yeah and okay then thank you me. yeah you're welcome you're welcome so everybody this has been the teddy hoka podcast i hope you like subscribe oh yeah make sure you give me your oh shout out your um do you have a twitter account or something that you want to shout out before you go yep so it's the same thing as my podcast jalia says you can find me that on twitter and stuff um yeah Yeah. thank you very much all right thank you jalia i'll message you on twitter right now yeah all right (laughs) all right thank you very much you're welcome have a good day bye bye